Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Like nothing you have ever heard before. It's a tough room. It's the place to be. Thrive to survive. It's Taz. It's the Moose. It's CBS Sports Radio. One, two, you know it's every day. Moose and Taz be paving the way. Talking about every sport. You know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge. Nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth. Only be talking the truth. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. All right, it is Taz and the Moose with you. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. 855-212-4CBS is your number to call on CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line. is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Our pleasure right now to be joined by uh, Joe Theismann, uh, former NFL quarterback, Super Bowl champion, joins us now. Hey, Joe, Taz and the Moose with you. Thanks for giving us a couple minutes this morning. Joe, what's up? You're welcome. Morning, guys. Uh, you know, Joe, I, I, you know, we start out in Indianapolis, you know, run around the National Football League here, you know, and, and your reaction, you know, to the news. We know how physical the game is. Andrew Luck's been through a lot of injuries over his brief seven-year career. Your, you know, your reaction to Andrew Luck calling it a career? I was surprised. Uh, you know, it, obviously the timing was such that it was uh, unusual, but, you know, you never know when the mind's going to finally say, I'm done. Uh, I mean, he's been through a lot. People don't have, I think, an idea or a concept of how grueling rehabilitation is. Um, you just don't feel like you're a part of anything, although everybody wants to make you feel that way. You get up in the morning, you hurt. You go to bed at night, you hurt. Um, and for Andrew, it's been, as he mentioned, four solid years. And missed an entire year last year. I uh, wondered how much more his mind and his body could take. And, you know, I admire the fact that he made a decision of his own accord. Uh, I never had a chance to make a choice. You know, I was gone from the game, but I didn't get a chance to say I want to, I want to finish this, so I don't want to finish it. Um, but in his case, I, I respect and admire his decision, and I wish him all luck in the world going forward. Yeah, Joe, so, and you know, it's funny, you keep mentioning about his mind, and that's something that Moose and I have been talking about yesterday, like, you know, and, and now these injuries, and he's talked about it, Andrew Luck, how it's kind of pulled the passion out of it for, for him, uh, you know, to keep gru- grinding out as an NFL player, as a quarterback, and, and all the demands on that, and just the rehab, going to treatment all the time, and, and this whole, and how distressed that's on his family. So, you know, and there's been a lot of people, as you know, Joe, that have had these hot takes and that have ripped him. And, you know, obviously people in the media have done that because they're just trying to get some attention. Oh, they just never lived and never, never maybe, you know, got out there and sweated. You never, or... you never get a chance to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Right, right. I mean, for us, for us, Sunday is what it's all about. I used to love practice, too. But for, for a lot of guys, man, getting dressed on Sunday, walking out into that stadium, you're a gladiator. There's pageantry to it. There's the anticipation. There's the excitement. There's the exhilaration. It's not there. 
It, right, you know, where's, right. where, where's the end game? It's, you, you say to yourself, where, where's the fun, man? I did this when I was a kid, and I did it because I loved it. Right, right. You know, take the money out of it. I still believe a lot of guys would play. I mean, I go back to when I played. We didn't have this kind of money laying around. Sure, sure. They weren't giving us this kind of money. And, and these, these kids love the game as well. Hmm. And I think Andrew's one of those indications of like, hey, it's more than about money. He yeah. didn't know he was going to get the balance of about $24 million. Right, you know, Mr. Ursay did that for him. Did the right he thing. Didn't know yeah. that. He didn't know that, right. right? But so he, so you know, he was willing to walk away from it all. The frustration is is unbelievable, and that's why I, I got a little sideways when I they booed him the other night. Mm. Come on, yeah. You know, for seven years the guy's given you everything he's got, and now all of a sudden some of the fans are going to boo him because he's making a decision that's right for him, and not right for quote unquote them. It's a little absurd. Well, I said the other day, I felt like it was entitlement. Moose and I had a discussion about this the other day because I, I felt like the fans were a little too entitled, and I agree with you, Joe. So, yeah, Joe. I mean, you know, they and hey, listen, they have every right to want it. I mean, they, sure. they they vent their frustration, but when when somebody makes a decision based upon their their mental and or physical health, um, I think you have to be more understanding than that. You know, Joe, I, I, we we Taz and I talked about last hour. A little surprised by the criticism uh, of a former NFL quarterback, Steve Berline, um, who went on you know social media, has been interviewed in a number of different places, including here, CBS Sports Radio, as well. Critical of the luck decision. Does that surprise you? Yeah, it does. Uh, you know, Steve's a guy who, who who was beat up. Everybody has different passions. What right do we have? as an individual, to judge someone else about anything they decide they want to do. You don't know what's going on in their head. You don't know what's going going on in their life. And you can never put yourself in their situation. You know, even even though I've seen people with Alex Smith had a similar injury to mine, but I can't put myself in Alex's head. Right. And I think, I think it's wrong for any player to come out and judge another player because they made a decision regarding their decision to either stay or leave the game. I think it is wrong. Yeah, I, and uh, I agree. Um, you know, we talked, Moose and I were talking earlier about, like, uh, I brought up the fact of, like, if I only could imagine never done it. If you're an NFL quarterback, especially a starting quarterback, you know, it's your lifestyle. So it's not just at the facility, it's not just practice. Right when you're going home, I mean, it, it, I'm assuming it's very tough on the family, on your wife, because you, you know, you, you're you're locked into your, you're working on plays, you're in front of a laptop or a computer, you're going over stuff. You, it, correct me if I'm wrong, Joe. You live this. I mean, it's a lifestyle. How, it's not a job. How happy? How happy can you be at home, away away from the facility, away from the game? How happy can you be if you hurt every day of your life? And right. this it, this this goes this goes beyond football. You, you, Talk to anybody that wakes up with pain. It wears on you. It, but it wears on you more mentally than it does physically. But then all those people around you, that circle in your life of people around you, um, it's, it's hard to be up, and it's hard to play with the kids. It's hard to go do things. It's hard to go to dinner. It's hard to go to a movie. Um, besides, you have your work to cram everything in. But then it's, you know, it just becomes, like I say, where's the end game for you with the rehabilitation? Yeah, and, and when I started hearing the different injuries, somebody asked me about a week or so ago about Andrew and, and the injuries. I said, if, if anything, he shouldn't play for a long time. You know, first thing I thought of calf injury, I'm thinking Kevin Durant, Achilles issue. Yeah, yep. Uh, that's the first thing. Then it becomes a high ankle sprain. Then it's uh, some type of a bone chip or something. And it's like 
nobody ever really figured out, or the reports never really honed in on one particular thing that he had that he could work on. And let me tell you, high ankle sprains, they're at least, that, that's, that's six, eight weeks before you get really feeling good. And with a quarterback, people tend to look at the arm and, and the arm strength of an individual, but it really starts with the leg. Every game starts with the leg, whether you're a pitcher, whether you're a golfer, whether you're a hockey player, whether you're a basketball player, right. whether you're a football player. It all starts with your feet it's and your, your legs. Base. It's your base. Yeah. It's what it is. Yeah. It's pyramid. Pyramids are not built upside down. Of course, guys. right. It's no, your right. That's yeah, true. Exactly. You're right about that. Joe, do you think uh, you mentioned you know, a long while, do you think it, we've seen the last of Andrew Luck playing football? I think so. I, once, once, the, once the pilot light starts to dim, you'd make a huge mistake if you came back because there's always that doubt in your mind. I, I, don't, I don't believe that Andrew is going to be one uh, to come back. I felt that way about Barry Sanders. Barry, Barry and I went into the College Football Hall of Fame together. We sat next to one another at a press conference, and I asked him, I said, why'd you leave the game? He said, it just wasn't there for me anymore. Mm-hmm. He was tired of the Lions not putting together a football team that he felt you know, was going to have a shot. And everybody kept saying, oh, Barry will come back, Barry will come back. He's so close to the record. When people under, people, they want him to come back. It, what, it, what it amounts to is the fans, uh, the media, they want him back. Well, you want to see great players play football. And the, it's, you, it's tough to, to see great players to walk away early. It's tough as a fan. you have to respect Jim Brown. You have sure. to respect. Sure. You have to respect the, the individual's decision. Yes, he was entertaining for a tremendous amount of time. Yes, he won games. Yes, he had big games. I'm talking about Andrew now. He did all those things. Now it was his time to leave. Let's just say thank you and wish him luck going forward and hope he gets really healthy and enjoys his life. You're listening to Taz and Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Our special guest right now is legendary quarterback, the Joe Theis and number seven himself. Uh, uh, Joe, so so now they move on, the Colts, you know, and, and you got Brissett. Okay, Jacob Brissett, who's, who's set now to be the one, to be the starter, and, and he's been working with the ones all. He's been the starter throughout camp and everything, and even from the spring when Luck was out injured. So they have a great offensive line. Well, really good offensive line, real good defensive, good pieces all the way around them. How do you think that the, the, this young quarterback at 26 years old, Brissett, will make out with this team? I think, I think the transition will be seamless. He played a fair amount last year. It's not like you're taking somebody – who hasn't played any football. Right. So I think he's familiar with the system. Frank's familiar with him. He knows the offense. You know, the quarterback position, whether you're a, a Tom Brady and Andrew Luck, uh, you know, a, a guy like a Kyler Murray coming in, no matter what stage of the game you're entering, it still boils down to managing the football game. And there are other, oh, by the way, there are other guys on the field. It's not going to be Jacoby Brissett versus whomever they're playing. Right. It's, it, he's, one, he's one element. And, and this is the thing that I had to learn, is it can't be about you trying to make plays. It's about you facilitating opportunities for other guys to be able to make plays. That's what the quarterback decision is. You're a facilitator. You get the ball out of your hands, guys make plays. You make a good decision on third down. You're, you're in a field goal range. You don't take a sack on first and ten. Um, all, that's all part of the process. And for Jacob, in, in the Colts' sake and Jacoby's sake, he's worked all through the OTAs, all through the mini camps, all through training camp. He's been there before. I, you know, I think that the Colts were going to be a, a pretty darn good football team going forward. I still think they're going to be a pretty darn good football team. Joe, let's head down uh, you know, to, to Washington, a franchise that you know very, very well. You're a legendary Redskin. Um, Keenum's going to be the starter week one. 
the decision uh, by Gruden and guys to, to to name Keenum the the opening week starter, and your thoughts on what you saw from Haskins in the preseason. First of all, I, it was there was no doubt it was either going to be Cole McCoy or Case Keenum in my mind. Um, Dwayne had 13 games in in college, um, and the process takes a while. The offense is very very wordy. Um, it becomes a snapshot for a quarterback, and I think when you're young, you just don't see the pictures as clearly as you're going to need to to be able to be effective at that position. In Colt's case, he never had a chance to compete. You know, watching him in, in training camp was the first time he took snaps. No OTAs, no mini camps, just uh, just in training camp. He was still hobbled, so he's not healthy. And and it'll be. I'm curious to see what the decision will be going forward. Whether he remains, uh, whether he goes to IR with the possibility of coming back, or what they want to do with him. But Case was the veteran. He's been in different systems. He, two years ago in Minneapolis, we know what happened in Minnesota. Right. He had a very successful season. Uh, Dwayne physically has all the tools. It's just a question of learning the game of professional football. And the speed of the opener in Philadelphia will be different than anything anybody would face. And Case has been there. So it, makes, it just made a lot of sense that Case was going to be the starter with the circumstances that presented uh, the Redskins going forward. Now, going forward... You know, Dwayne comes back. I mean, hopefully Case stays healthy through the year. Dwayne gets a chance to continue to learn and grow. And then next year, you never know. Everybody says, well, Dwayne Haskins is the quarterback after week 10. They have a bye. Or next year. What happens if Case – I'm going the other way. What happens if the Redskins surprise everybody? Nobody expects anything from the Redskins. Concede that, right? Right, right. That's what you've heard. Same thing. You know, 5 and 11, whatever. Crazy number. Let's say they do quite well, which I personally think they can all of a sudden, Case has a solid year. Do you automatically feel like Dwayne's going to be the quarterback? Case is only in, been in this league seven years. Right, right. So right. He's, he's really, he's really not in this, been in this league a long time and never been able really to find a, a place to call home. Hmm. So, you know, it, this thing is yet to play itself out. I, I think there's, there's more to this story. So, Joe, I, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was really, really cool of you, man, because Haskins uh, – he was number seven, as you know, and most know, for, for the uh, the rookie was number seven for the Redskins. And as uh, you're the man who, in my opinion, for the Redskins is number seven. So, uh, <laughs> but you gave his, you gave the nod, you gave the nod to the young kid, you gave the blessing for him to wear uh, for Haskins to wear seven. Talk talk on that if you don't mind. I'm, and I know he was very thankful, also. Well, yeah, Dwayne's uh, he's he's a terrific young man. He's smart. Um, he, he has all the tangibles as well as intangibles. Like I said, the only thing he's lacking is experience. Right. Um, when he, when he, I heard that he wanted to wear the number, and it had, no one had worn it in 33 years. So the, the Redskins didn't retire it, so it was still a, a number available. And so um, I heard that he wanted to wear it. I reached out to him. We had a conversation, and I said this to him. I said, Dwayne, why don't you think about this? I know you wore it in high school. I know you wore it in college. And guys get really attached to numbers. We yes. know that. Uh, yep, true. So, so I simply said, why don't you think about creating your own legacy? You know, create, take your own number. Make this number yours and, and build it going forward. And I said, take a couple of days and think about it. He said, I will. So he talked to his family and whomever around, and he came back and said, I really would like to, I really would like to wear seven. I said, great. You know, I, that's, yeah. that's terrific. I mean, the last thing he needed to worry about or have a conversation about getting ready to play football was a conversation about the number that Joe Theismann wore, right. the right. number seven. And it, it, wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, uh, you know, I'm ordaining him with the number. He asked. He wanted to wear it. 
wasn't retired. I didn't have a problem with it whatsoever. It's that simple. That's nice. You know, Joe, when you look at the, the young crop uh, of quarterbacks in the National Football League, Darnold and, and Allen, and every, who, which guy do you look at that you're the most impressed with? Well, I, I think Sam, is, Sam has made great strides up with the Jets. The guy that is not just impressed, but I'm so – this is my curious guy for the year. It's Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Didn't play a lot. Wasn't the best thrower of the football. Throws a little bit like Katie Bridgewater, a little sort of uh, half sidearm kind of throw. But he he's such a threat with his legs. They're a terrific football team. I think you're going to see, this is my prediction, I think there's a great chance you're going to see Baltimore and Kansas City in the AFC Championship game. Really? I think, wow. I think, the Ravens, I think the Ravens are for real. I think their defense was one last year in a lot of categories. I don't see that changing a whole lot. Um you know, Pittsburgh's going through a transition. Cleveland has great expectations. That should be a really great contest between those two. And Cincinnati, I still think, is sort of now starting to move forward in a different direction, in a building direction. But we've got the Ravens on Thursday night here against the Redskins, uh, although their starters won't play. I think Lamar Jackson is the one. Let's see what kind of stride he makes. Can he make the same kind of stride that Sam has made uh, in New York with the Jets as far as the comfort level you see him play at? at the quarterback position. So, to me, I'm curious to see how he grows and what he's capable of doing because certainly he's an unbelievable threat with his legs. So, so John, I need a little favor. I'm a Bills fan, so if you can give a little breakdown on our sophomore quarterback there, Josh Allen. Give me a little – tell me what pros and cons. Break them down for me. Terrific strong arm. Yeah. Absolutely a strong arm. Big, tough, strong kid. Runs exceptionally well for somebody his size, I think. Right, I agree. Um, I think those are the, – the thing is, again, young, young in the game. Has a great supporting cast. Another terrific defensive football team, the Buffalo Bills. Right. And you have, you know, they'll they'll call plays um, to the strength of their football team. They're going to ask Josh to make plays. I think sometimes he throws his hard ball a little too hard. Mm. And I think the one thing he really needs to concentrate and work on is accuracy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he needs he needs to up the completion percentage five, eight percent, and and he's capable of doing that. Um, had a chance to be out at the American Century Golf Tournament, watch him hit golf balls. Holy mackerel. Uh, <laughs> strong, that's all I can right? tell you. I'm sure it's so, strong. So, I'll tell you a real quick story. So uh, Chris Sims is there. Yeah. And, yeah. and so we're talking, and, and he's watching Josh hit balls. And, you know, Chris sort of made a comment to the effect of, I don't this is the exact quote, but, but you know, uh, sure wish he could hit his receivers like that. <laughs> you know, sort of a little, little tongue-in-cheek little like shot. Chris can yeah. only be. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Josh turns around and looks at him. There's a fence 310 yards out on the practice range. He knocks the ball over the fence. That's nice. Wow. He his, he's, well, he's hitting his drive. He hits it over the fence. So uh, there's. I love the competitive spirit in him. Yeah. That's the thing. That's he's, awesome. a, he's a terrific competitor. Now it's the mechanics of the game that he has to work on. And, and that's why I talk about a facilitator at the quarterback position. You have to be able to allow the guys around you to make plays. If it's third and ten and your halfback is open at six yards and that's the only throw, make it. Let him go pick up the other four or, or punt. Let the punter punt. Let the punt team cover. And let the defense go get you the ball back. That's the mindset that these young guys have to develop. It's, it, it can't be like, I have to make the play. I have to make the throw. Take what they give you, and then let the other guys on the football team do their job. You know, Joe, uh, got to ask you about the the whole saga surrounding the Skins' left tackle, Trent Williams. How do you think this does play out? 
I, I, I think Trent's going to probably wind up sitting out um, a portion of the year. I don't see the Redskins trading him. I, I don't see that as a possibility. He has two years left on a contract, so if he sits out, it really isn't going to help him. We've got two guys, Donald Penn, who, who came in after 14 years, Donald playing left tackle. Uh, Jaron Christian is the kid we drafted, is playing left tackle. And so, you know, it's, it's a position where you can help from an offensive line standpoint. You can put a tight end there. You can chip with backs. Trent's a, a terrific football player, seven-time Pro Bowl. Here's the thing is in the last five years, he's averaged 12 games a season. So he's only played three-quarters of the season in the last five years. Three years ago, he was the highest-paid offensive lineman in football. This year, coming into this year, he'd be the sixth-highest-paid offensive lineman in football. Evidently, they say his money, the issue is in money. Money is always an issue. Don't kid yourself. I think for everybody. Um, and in this case, I just don't see him trade them. I see him probably sitting out, and he's going to lose about 800000 every week he sits out. Is the relation, uh, Joe? Is the, can they? Can, I mean, have the Skins done everything they can to try and resolve this this issue he's got with the medical staff? I don't. I don't. I, I have not been privy to any conversation, so I really couldn't speak on that. Okay. But here's the thing: I think about is his. He has an issue with the medical staff, right? That that's been made public, so we we hear that. What happens if he gets hurt? The medical staff has to come out and take care of him. Oh, by the way. The Washington Redskins medical staff received medical staff of the year in the National Football League last year. I don't know what the issue was with Trent. I don't know, you know why he has the feelings he has towards them. Um, it looks like he's dug his heels in. He, has a, you know, he doesn't really have a leg to stand on in this situation. You're going to lose a lot of money. The Redskins aren't going to trade you. You have two years left on a contract. Ryan Kerrigan has two years left on a contract. You know, he said, I'm not going to play for Bruce Allen. I'm not going to play for the Washington Redskins. Okay. You know, you, you're, you're st- next year, at the end of this year, if you sit out, you still have two years left on a contract. And you're 31 years old. Now you're 32 years old. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough spot because he's... Now you continues to go down. You know, to me, you know, hey, if you're, if you're upset with everybody, come in, pull a hamstring. <laughs> you know those things linger for a lot of games. You know, and, but no, you know, there's there's ways, and I just I, I tried. I'm trying real hard. I continue to try and real hard and understand. Other than the fact that he's got, he's, you know, the only thing I've concluded have been able to conclude is that he is just really upset with some element of the organization, and that it's really not football related. No, it isn't. Uh, hey, Joe, we appreciate the time and the comments this morning. Um, we really do. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday, and thanks again for the time. Thanks a lot, Joe. Thanks, guys. Great catching up with you. Yes, Thank sir. You as well. Same here, bud. Joe Theismann, uh, Super Bowl champion, He's legendary Redskins quarterback. The man. I mean, he is the man. He is just the energy he has. I, I feel like we're in a huddle. No, he's great. Like when he talks, I feel like oh, we're in a great. huddle. He's um, like, and, and, you know, I mean, next time we have him on, I want to ask him, man, why? why I, I'm. Yeah, why did he, why did he never coach? Yeah. This guy had to have an opportunity to coach. Maybe he just didn't want us. Sometimes great players can't coach. We know that. You know, they're not into coaching. Well, he's broadcasting all those years, too, making a good chunk of change. That's true. Yes. I yes. mean, when you're doing. It was like when, us. He's yeah, I mean, tons when, of you're money doing, a right. when you're doing Monday tons. Night Football, you're making a lot of money. Well, that's a whole different level. Well, it, uh, was it 
Was it Sunday night? No, it was. No, he's doing Sunday night football. Then he did Monday night. He, I think he did both. I think of them you're right. At some I, think point he, I think he did. He was all yeah, over. He was all he, over the place. Yeah, he was uh, a tremendous broadcaster too. You yeah. just hear it in his voice. He sounds great. He's he's, he's on top. Oh, he of the knows game. what he's talking. Yeah. And and he is uh, he is a voice of influence down in in Washington surrounding the Redskins. But you can, right, and you can hear when he speaks to the Redskins, he says "we." We. And I feel like I'm part of the Redskins. <laughs> when he said, I feel like oh, I'm in. I'm in. Let's go, coach. Now that Williams like, scenario though is a disaster. It, it is. It is. It is because. He's a really good player. I don't know. You guys got Penn. Uh, he's a yeah. he's a hell of an off. He's like a fifteen or fourteen year yeah, pro. A, he's yeah. been around a long time. He is he's a good um, player. Yeah, yeah. One know. year Monday Night Football. Yeah, he, that's all he did. One year. They brought Penn Sunday in night. after they couldn't rectify the scenario with Williams. All right. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. So he did one year of Monday Night. How many did he do Sunday Night Football too? Yeah, right. Yeah, Sunday Night as well. Does I don't know how many. Years. Yeah, he had to do a couple year, years, one, I would think, because I felt like he was always on the two. Oh, I thought he was. Yeah, was great. Yeah, great. It's great. No doubt. And then he always Jones. had the hair perfectly quiet. Oh, you know, right now while he was on the radio with us, that's how he's sitting exactly. in his house. With a jug of coffee right. dressed like that. Hair right. parted, Notre Dame hoodie on. Well, he's got the Aquanet out. Yeah, he's spraying it down. <laughs> it's Taz and the Moose, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4227. That is your number to call. Taz Moose with you. We'll get to the three here uh, momentarily. Bogus is in the house. What's going on, Andrew? How you doing, bud? Yeah. Hello. All right, take it. Thanks, Moose. Hey, you're talking too fast. Stop. Stop. Slow it down. What do you want me to do? Oh, just a quick reminder. Mike is Ford tough. Mike Ford, that is. Two long balls in the Yankees. 5-4 win in Seattle last night. Not that they needed help, but the Bombers got it from the umps. 3-2. Wow. Okay, I'm not real pleased. Oh, and he just got thrown out of the game. He threw a glove back and it hit Manny Gonzalez, and Manny just ran him. Yeah, just as Dave That's Sims awesome. was going to break on Root Sports Seattle, Keon Broxton unhappy. Dave in a closet when he was uh, again? That ball yeah. four was called strike three by Manny Gonzalez, flipped his helmet off, then the batting gloves, no look, one batting glove over his shoulder, <laughs> off the umpire's left arm, and out of the game I know, he goes. Umpires, anything touched him, it's like, whoa, you're, you're gone! Big no! emphatic. Yeah, they go nuts. It's just like they're so like like the guy's batting love touched his wrist, and it's like, oh, that's it. Come on, please <laughs> grow up. Be a man. Be uh, a man. Be a man. Dodgers third baseman Justin man. Turner also are uh, unhappy last night on the final strike of a four-three loss in San Diego. The problem for Turner was it actually was a strike. L.A. has dropped three of its last four. The Cardinals smacked the Brewers twelve-two to take a three-game lead on the Idol Cubs atop the NL Central. Milwaukee drops five back at the Cards, two and a half behind those Cubs for the second NL wild card. The Phillies outlasted the Pirates 6-5-11 and on a Sean Rodriguez homer, and the A's bulldozed the Royals 19-4. Those runs and their 22 hits are season highs. Oakland and Tampa Bay in a virtual tie again for the second AL wild card. Patriots starting center David Andrews reportedly dealing with a blood clot in his lung. Andrews at least released from the hospital last night. His season, though, is 
in jeopardy. The Saints had D-tackle Sheldon Rankins back at practice yesterday. He's coming off a torn Achilles from January. Not sure when Rankins plays in a game, but it'll be within the first six of the season where he would have stayed on the PUP list. And the Chiefs are expected to sign backup QB Matt Moore because backup QB Chad Henney needs surgery for his ankle injury. And for the 19th consecutive time, Serena Williams beat Maria Sharapova last night. I just feel like her game really matches up well against mine. I always said it, her ball somehow lands in my strike zone, and it's just, it's just I don't know. Perfect for me. 6-1, 6-1 in just 59 minutes on night one at the U.S. Open. Sister Venus, Madison Keys, Roger Federer, and Novak Djokovic also won yesterday. Rafael Nadal, Sloane Stevens, and Coco Goff played today. Guys? Oh, yeah, Haas. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. Hey, it's Thank my you. pleasure. Thank you, you for giving me the time. Enjoy morning. the three. Here we best. go. Thank you. Perfect lead-in. See the you tomorrow. Three. Take care. It is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. Colts head coach Frank Reich speaks to the media regarding Andrew Luck. Yeah, he did. Uh, And let's hear from Reich. Uh, Here he is. And we could go back to back to back here, uh, Sammy. Here is Luck uh, on his decision, his reaction to Luck deciding uh, to call it a career. Andrew did the right thing. He did the right thing for himself. And he did the right thing for the team, knowing the requirement and the commitment that's needed for the journey ahead. He did the courageous thing, and he did the honorable thing. When Andrew spoke to us the other day, he spoke of how the cycle of injury and pain and rehab, injury, pain, rehab over four years had taken its toll. It had essentially sucked the passion, the joy, the fun out of football. Someone asked me a question the other day. Is there any sense that you felt like Andrew is letting down the team? And the answer was an emphatic no. Yeah, so there's the the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts reacting, Taz, and uh, certainly they're supportive. You know, Ursa, uh, you know, could have clawed back $24.1 million, decided not to, as luck goes on his merry way. Uh, and the Indianapolis Colts here are supportive of their former franchise quarterback, Andrew Luck, and his decision to walk away from football and call it a career. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's great because anybody out there, out there with that negative narrative or negative spin or the proverbial hot take on Andrew Luck deciding to do what he wanted to do with his life, even though he's a young guy and he's a great player and he had a great future, still left him as a quarterback. But with all his injuries and everything that his body's been through and his mind and his spirit, you know, um, he he just wanted to call it call it a day, even though he's young. It's just it's you know, hey, I understand that my career was cut short, my ring career due to injuries at a young age too. So I understand that, and I wasn't making anywhere near the money this guy made. But uh, you know, it, it don't matter. It's just it's about you can't continue to do it the way you want to do it. And it pulled the for him for Angel Luck. He said it. it. It the passion of the game, the love of the game, was pulled out of him due to all. Of the injuries, just not be able to be, you know, there's so much focus on treatment and making your appointments for treatment, being there, doing the treatment, the the, the grinding out the treatment, and it just, and, and your family dealing with the stress. Just imagine how many times this guy was in a bad mood and t- ticked off, and because he's not feeling good, he's in a lot of pain, and he's angry, and he can't compete, and yet his whole life is out for public consumption. You know, your significant other has to deal with that. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, it's like I, I understand it for him to that, you know, I I wish him nothing but the best. So anybody who's got a hot take on him that, you know, says something negative about him because that's what he decided to do with his life, 
It's a little bit of an assy comment, to be Ooh. honest. Yeah. Here is um, number two. Number two. Jacoby Brissett opens up about Andrew Luck. Here is Brissett yesterday on now being the starter and Luck's decision to retire. Take a listen. It's been, you know, uh, that and a roller coaster of emotions. Uh, you know, and the, the main thing is just, you know, not being able to see Andrew every day. Not a chance, but that's just the NFL. You know, you never know when it's your time or somebody else's time. You just uh, day by day. Uh, and like I said, I was shocked. Also have different upbringings, and that's what I think drew us closer together because we would talk about each other's, you know, upbringing, and, and you just see the respect level on both sides um, help form that, that friendship and that bond. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, now he's in a prime position to take advantage of it. Uh, I mean, that's really what it comes down to, Taz. Uh, Brissett is the starter in Indianapolis. Reich has been supported publicly. Ballard's been supported publicly. Teammates have been supported publicly. Uh, and we'll see what he can do. There are those that think he can't play. There are those that think he's going to be a, a star, a really good player for the Colts. Um, he's in a position to take advantage of it. Pulling for him. Uh, certainly has been practicing with the number one since April when Luck suffered that calf injury, uh, which led to some other issues as well physically. We know that. Um, so the opportunity is here, and this is all you ask for as an athlete, um, especially when you're playing a position and you're stuck behind a guy that's as good as Andrew Luck is, is that you never know when that opportunity presents itself. It's here now. Let's see what Brissett can do with it. Yeah, you know, we've had a lot of people call the show today, and we were talking, a lot of Colts fans called the show, and we were talking a lot about it. They don't seem too panicked. They feel like their team's in a good, good position to do well and win this year. I mean, with a really good defense there and, and the offensive line that we've talked about a lot, you know, what, what Anthony Costanza and obviously Quentin Nelson and, and, and Ryan Kelly, they're really good players on that offensive line. They they fixed that old line. So that's going to help a guy like Brissett. Like you said, he's working with the ones on a regular basis. That's a massive plus. He's a young guy. You know, he's 26 years old. He's athletic. He's fast. He runs like a 4940. You know, and, and something we didn't talk about, Moose, this is a young man who has spent in quarterback rooms, let's just say two names, one Tom Brady and the other one is Andrew Luck. That's a good crew. Think about that, man. Yeah. Spending time in those quarterback rooms, you know, quarterbacks, there's usually two or three on the team, maybe four, so they become kind of tight. They become friends in that room because they're always together, you know, on a practice and everything. Yep. So you get to see little nuances that maybe a Brady has or an Andrew Luck has. This kid, Brissett, has the, hopefully can carry that on now. What an amazing opportunity. Uh, I, too, wish him nothing but the best. Yeah, here's number three. Number three. NFL players react to Andrew Luck retirement news. Yeah, let's hear from some of them. Uh, here is uh, Aaron Rodgers on uh, on Luck calling it a career. I 100% respect him immensely for his decision. I salute him for uh, choosing you know quality of life. Tom Brady, WEI, what says you? Well, it's, you know, it's his life. Everyone has the right to choose what they want to do. And, uh, you know, he had a great career and uh, he was a great player. So everybody wishes, you know, they could be healthy all the time. And, and it's a very, uh, you know, it's a contact sport. And he's, you know, certainly had his, his fair share of injuries. So, um, you know, guys retire at different times. So I'm at the end of the season. I've seen a lot of guys retire before the season gets going, and and uh, this is just one of those examples. How about Brian Billick, who yesterday was right here on CBS Sports Radio with Bill Ryder, uh, saying that uh, Luck had all the Hall of Fame ability. 
the potential for this young man, and everybody I think uniformly agreed, is, is was absolutely off the charts. And and you got to believe that he was going to build on that, and certainly had the physical abilities, the de- demeanor, everything about him that you know you could look at and say this guy this guy could have a Hall of Fame career. Current Bucks head coach, former Colts and Arizona Cardinals head man Bruce Arians was a guest of Tiki and Tierney yesterday. What about the potential of luck returning? Take a listen. I don't think it's mental for him. It's just a matter of pain. Now, you know, if he's totally healthy in a year from now. Um, Maybe, but knowing Andrew, when he, when he makes decisions, they're they're pretty permanent. So I don't, I wouldn't bet on that one. There you have it. So kind of a, a wide spectrum there. You know, supportive. You know, you heard that from Rogers and Brady, and um, you know, Billick, a former coach, talk about luck, just how good he was, and the fact that Arians, who knows luck very very well, Taz, basically saying when he makes up his mind, um, he's pretty much set in stone. So maybe we won't see luck again. Yeah, I mean, who knows? That's interesting. Yeah, that's it's interesting it. to see if the fire gets relit again. Yeah, I, I, I kind of think it will, but hearing Arians say that, you know, that that's definitely something that's getting like, well, uh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe he's not going back to XFL. Maybe he's not going to go to. I mean, maybe, I'm sorry. Maybe he's not going to go to the XFL and help his dad. Uh, Oliver Luck out with the business there, you know, as far as being a, the hood ornamental. Maybe he's not coming back to the NFL. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting hearing Arians say that. So there you have it, your three big storylines here on this Tuesday morning. Uh, the reaction to Luck's retirement by players, Jacoby Brissett, talking about his opportunity in Indianapolis, and then the Indianapolis Colts pretty strong in their support of Luck's decision to retire, supportive of him and Brissett here moving forward. It's Taz of the Moose on a Tuesday morning right here, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more. On your oh, car man. insurance. Love the music. Yeah, good, the beach, good way to bring us out. Yeah. yeah it has to have vacation music. See, this is perfect. And this is great during the fall and winter to play this. No one expects that. No, it works. It's, it's different. It's disjointed. It makes people that live maybe in a colder climate get looking forward to. You're right there. Yeah. Looking forward. They get, they get the, take two. It gets people that live in a colder climate looking forward to being. You know, get ready for the summer. You yeah. know, we're just finishing summer. Nah, I know. Well, that's true. Don't you understand, Moose, that we set the tone and set we the mood. We do. You're right about that. We set moods for people here. Yes. We have to set the mood the right way, and that's a, that's our obligation. Yes, Besides true. Besides giving credible sports information, entertainment. Besides all and, that. And a plethora of other content. Correct. You know, our job is to set the tone for people's life. That's true. Let's be honest. Good point. Yeah, well, said. well said. Well said. Touche. Right, well good job. Thank Kudos. you very much. I appreciate it. No problem. Nice. I just, just want to let it out. Nice. Just so you know. All right? No, I felt like I'm on the campaign trail. Okay, here we go. Now I got Pete Gass with the text. Oh, stop. Stop. Do you Pete guys Gass. have a draft day in time yet? No, not I mean, yet. No, but, no, 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 here's the thing. It, the, like, why, does, why does your friend, he's your friend now, Pete Gass think that. No, no let, me, let, me, let me finish, please. Why does he feel like he's special? Like we have to, like we, like we're gonna have a, like he's in the loop with us. Like well, he's we made him us. feel special. He's a good guy. I know, I know him a long time. And I he's know a, that he's, he's, a sure. fan, he's a fan of Midland guy. 
People no, call around good guy all the time. He's a good man. He is. He's okay. I bet. Here's, here's the thing, bro. I know he's helped you with all your contracting needs. No, not just but that. He's I, a good guy to talk to. Bounce things off of. Yeah. He's a good man. But now, like, why does he got to come in? Like, talk about in, life. Why does he got to come in? What do you have a special? Do we have a special? We have a date set and time, bro. You'll find out when we talk about it on the air. How about that, PKS, Mister Special? Tired of these people getting with the entitlement. Tired of everybody. He's just trying to make sure he's there and ready to go so he can talk some trash. Oh, during dude, the... you, he's going to be the biggest pain in the rump. And I said Hopefully rump. we do it on a yes. night I don't have to auto-draft. No, no, we're going to make sure Mike is locked in. Mike, we're going to be How about to... Labor Day, 2 in the afternoon? Labor Day! What's that? Works for me. Uh, well, are you oh, celebrating anything got... with your wife next I'm week? I'm working Labor Day. Uh, yes. What day? Whatever day works for you, Moose. No, he's asking what day you celebrate. I know, I'm at, and I'm telling him whichever day he wants me to. What does that mean? Whatever day you need wow. us to celebrate, we'll make it. So we no, I, we don't know. We're gonna go for dinner probably on uh, whatever the fourth is. What is that? A uh, that's Wednesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Should probably know this. I can, we can do the draft any day. Doesn't matter to me. Oh, it doesn't. I'm I just got a text from PK. Isn't that, that your, is that your anniversary? No, it's my wife's birthday. Anniversaries in July. Pete uh, Guest texted me. He said, bite me. Oh, who says bite me? It was 1990 wants to say it back, Pete Guest. Children. <laughs> get lost, Gas. Children. Yeah, yeah Gas, get lost. You want to insult, insult people the right way. Shut up. You say the right thing. You get nasty. Go uh, deep, Pete. Here we go. The undercard. Here we go. Taz and the Moose present The Undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. All right, what do we got, Mike? Do you like pumpkin-flavored coffee drinks? Uh, I do not. Mm. I'm not a huge fan. All right, look. Here's the thing with me. I'm a quasi-fan. I've had some. I don't... I, it's not like when fall comes around, like... Oh my God, honey! I gotta go get me a pumpkin spice latte. No, I don't do that. There are people that do though. I know they Can't mark wait. out. They mark out like a bunch of moths. You I are a mock. I don't do that. I what I do is I go more. Uh, if I'm swinging by the old Starbucks, maybe I'll grab myself a pot. I like pumpkin, like pumpkin pie. I like any kind of pie, and so I'll enjoy a little pumpkin spice latte once in a while. Not fat. A lot of empty calories in there, just so you know. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I don't think you're thinking about your your abs when you're enjoying a nice pumpkin spice latte, wherever sure. you might be getting. They do spell, they do sell pumpkin uh, flavored coffee. You don't have to go the the latte route. I never had that, like regular black bean coffee, Jones. Correct. Yeah. It's, How yeah, is it? The, the, uh, it's okay. Well, it's okay. Mike, did you mean like latte? Or you meant what Moose is talking about? Uh, whatever you, whatever you'd like. Either okay. way, yeah, you could go either way. Well, I mean, do you like, like enjoy pumpkin flavored coffee? I mean, it's okay. It's okay. I don't. I don't love it. I like a little caramel flavored. You know, I used to like the eggnog. You want to talk about loaded up with calories? The eggnog latte. Well, instead of using milk, they take eggnog and use that in a latte. You want to talk about Nap City? That'll put your take. Have one of those. I don't care how much caffeine is in it. You are you are ready to go. Take it down onto that feather bed and head to sleep. Heavy Jones. Heavy Jones. Yeah, my wife every Christmas time, right? Because at least one, she'll have one of those. Oh, not a big one. She'll have. She loves. No, I know. But they're so fattening. They're so so fattening. She'll have one, and you're right. It knocks you out. It's like drinking a gallon of wine. Yeah, it's 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 so heavy. (laughs) 
It's so, but it's delicious, it's good, though, man. It's, it's good. delicious. It is it's really good. good. It's delicious, but it's so heavy. But it's it's really good. You should make those here, Mike. Maybe you should get somebody to come in and make some uh, lattes, like uh, eggnog lattes for us. Yeah, I'm nice. sure it'll be, yeah, it'll be clean easy. in that right. in that kitchen the area. Foam steamer and all right. that. Yeah, we'll have Eddie Kazari. We'll have Eddie do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah. open up that fridge. Stink, oh. stinks. Stinks. Have like a possum run out of the fridge. God, it <laughs> smells oh so God. bad. Smells like you ever microwave anything back over there? No, it's I don't, so yeah, it's you have to like cover your food like three times over. Yeah. It's so dirty. Yeah, it's filthy. I mean, that's oh. there's really you walk in the break room and there's a there's rats drinking coffee. They're I feel like, like we work hey, with Pat, animals. How's the show going? I feel like some days we work with like animals. We do. Uh, they're radio host. Yeah, we're no, I really do. Well, the radio producers are worse. They than They don't the radio clean host. themselves after the bathroom. It's like, it's amazing. Well, it's a surprise. Every time you walk in the men's room here, you don't know what you're going to get. Dude. Half the toilet's been broken off. I mean, well, not, half the toilet's broken off. I went into the, the bathroom before, and, and someone went right all over the rim. Yeah. Number like, two. Let me let me miss like, the water. Like, who does that? Let me just take the porcelain <laughs> rim and blow out it. You're like a flats. That's tough to do. All right. Anyway, Mike, thanks. Good undercard. Great job. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Stuff, Mike. Sammy, that, nice shirt. Love the better. pearl shirt. Bogish. All right, enough with this guy's uh, shirt. Ah, it's great. I love it. Sam, what do you mean? Shirt. I love it. I walked uh, in, put a smile on my face right away. Sam, Good start to Tuesday. Tomorrow. Wear it tomorrow again. <laughs> no, that's Bellotti's take. <laughs> wow. Bellotti wears the same stuff every day. Wow, nice. Now nice. we know. Right. Sure, we asked Pete. Pete, where is he? I'm home. <laughs> Listening, always. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. See you tomorrow. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.